0: We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS Simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and under Sakashin. Head over to prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December 8th, 10:37 a.m. on the East Coast. And joining me to break down this Wednesday night 13 game schedule in the NBA tonight, my esteemed co-host,
1: Terrell Furman Terrell. How are you feeling this evening, sir? Oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Our picks ain't ain't feeling that thus far this week, but I'm up. I'm up. I'm ready to turn it around and to cash some checks.
0: Yeah, as great as we were last week, cashing dogs, we got out to a 0 and 4 start on our lock and dog combined on Monday. As, as 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 much as we like to celebrate our winnings we're also gonna we're also gonna call us out when we lose so uh we got to do better today but we have plenty of opportunities like i said 13 games scheduled tonight uh in the nba we'll go as usual game by game break it all down for you guys injury report trends stats and all that good stuff uh before we get into the games terrell um Anything that kind of stood out over these last two days? Uh, some injury things, I guess. We can start with um, C.J. McCollum, the big one with the uh, collapsed lung. Uh, thankfully, it's nothing too serious for C.J. McCollum. You know, you hate to hear when it's a collapsed lung, so I think he'll be out probably at least two to four weeks um, for the Portland Trail Blazers. Now they're down both of their best players in Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum, but hopefully, or thankfully, nothing too serious for C.J. McCollum there. Uh, anything else that's kind of stood out to you around the league?
1: Um standing out wise. Uh that's really big for for Portland yeah. right now. So now they're, they're, struggling. Out, they're without Dame, without CJ. Um, I don't see things looking too good for Portland right now. Uh big thing, um, did you hear the news coming out of Indiana? Indiana and, is yeah. is looking to shop around Demonis Sabonis, mm-hmm. Miles Turner, and uh Karis Levert. It, it sounds like they're going for a complete rebuild over there. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. I don't think I would think that Rick Carlisle is a coach that is synonymous with the rebuild. But yeah, um, very, very, very interesting call. And then you know, I'm I'm looking forward to see how they play tonight and going forward. Uh, knowing their names are out there, and I'm really even more curious of who is going to go out and pick those guys up. If if somebody is a, if a playoff team gets a hold of dominant Sabotis – then there's going to be problems. Yeah. If they get a hold if somebody gets a hold of Karis Revert, there's going to be problems. Like it all three of these guys, Miles Turner as well, like these are guys that will absolutely turn a just a regular playoff team into a contender. Like they <laughs> they can they can have that impact on a basketball team if they have the pieces around them. So uh I'm really interested to see who's going to get Demonis, who's going to get Karras, who's going to get uh, Miles, and who's going to pick those guys up if they can shop them around for a good price. But yeah, that that's that's interesting. But it sounds it sounds like complete rebuild for the Pacers right now.
0: Yeah, when I read that report on Monday when it came out, the two teams that the first came to mind to me were um, the Portland Trail Blazers, who can use a guy like either either. One of those big guys, Sabonis or Miles Turner, down uh, down on the post, and the other team was the Charlotte Hornets that also came to mind. Both those teams can use, uh, you know, low post presence. And I think that if um, – I think it's time for Portland to move on from Yusuf Nurkic because I don't think he's a good basketball player. Sure, he might have a good defensive presence, but offensively this guy has one of the worst hands in the league. And if you add a guy like Miles Turner or Sabonis in that low post – take a little bit of pressure off, especially Sabonis on the offensive side, off of CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard. Um, that's pretty formidable, man. You have Norman Powell, you have your two guards in Lillard and uh, CJ McCollum. And then you add a guy like Sabonis, I think that's that'll improve the team. I mean,
1: I'm not saying that'll make him a championship contender, but it def- uh, definitely improves the team. Miles Turner leads the league in blocks right now. Like, that's a, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. I think of the three, Honestly, I think of the three miles Turner is more likely the one to be gone first. Like he's the one that people are going to covet first. Miles Turner is going to be that guy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see, you know, what the Pacers do if they're able to move these guys. Um, you would think that they probably, I mean, I don't know. It's a rebuild. It's not, um, I wouldn't be surprised they moved them somewhere East, but I would like to think that they probably would aim to send those guys out West somewhere. Um, and there's a few people that would definitely, definitely contribute to getting um, some inside presence like that uh, from the two. And then Karis Levert is just a bucket. Like, he's a bucket. He's a go-getter. Uh, mm-hmm. I, would like, I would love to see um, the Denver Nuggets go after a guy like Karis Levert. I think that he's yeah. exactly what they're looking for. Is somebody that can go create their own shot in the backcourt and get um, – make the shot, like not just create, but, you know, another guard that can go out there and get his own shot. Uh, yeah. Somebody that would pair well with Jamal Murray up there. Uh, I think that they they kind of found a little bit of a more defensive identity to themselves. So I think that they can lack a little bit in that backcourt. And, you know, the sub- subsequent scoring that they're going to get from a Jamal Murray and a Karis LeVert is going to do them really well. Like it's going to do them so well. So I would love to see somebody like that and then bring off, a Monte Morris off the bench, you can come and he could step in and be at um, some extra offense for them. I, I, I like that. I think that Karis avert to the Nuggets would be a pretty solid move if that happens.
0: Yeah, I think Dallas is another team that can use a, one of the, either a Miles Turner or a Sabonis down low um, because, again, we've talked about KP Porzingis that likes to hang around the three-point line, who thinks he's more of a jump shooter versus a post guy. So I think having one of those two guys would also uh, help Dallas for sure. But it'll be interesting to see uh, how quickly these trades kind of come about for the Indiana Pacers. And I think you also made a great point that Rick Carlisle kind of went there to – You know, make this team a playoff team again. But now, with the reports coming out of the Indiana Pacers winning the trade that their top three guys, it'll definitely be interesting to see uh, what kind of transpires from that. Um, Anything else around the league, Terrell, that we may have missed or maybe we need to mention uh, on the pod here? Uh, obviously DeMar DeRozan, we'll get to that with the game, but DeMar DeRozan, health and safety protocols. I think we mentioned that on Monday, but
1: he's out, he's out for about 10 days.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely keep in mind
1: those injury reports. I think that's all I've kind of seen. Anything else you kind of see around the league? Um, let me see. Let me think. Let me think. Uh, Jimmy Butler's in and out of the lineup again. Yeah. So. Yeah, Miami's trying uh, we'll to struggle a little bit. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to Miami. But Jimmy Butler's just been in and out of the lineup. So he came back and it looks like he might be out again. Um nothing else really big. Just uh, something to note. Uh Luca said he admits to having a conditioning issue. That's okay. just something to note for the future. I think uh probably sits out back to back somehow. Uh, well, I don't think it's more of him sending out back to vets. So I just think that he's because if you, if you, we think about it, like if we look at it relative to what Luca's been able to do and we know he can be, even though he's having a good season thus far, mm-hmm. like he is having a good season, he's not having like what we would expect of Luca. We would expect the MVP, like him to look like an MVP right now. That's what, I, that's what everybody expects every year. He's one of the odds on favorite every year as soon as the season starts. Yeah. Uh, so i think that we can expect to see him cuz he admitted he came a little overweight back to training camp and that stuff takes time like that stuff takes time yeah. it doesn't just happen in a training camp so i think we can expect towards the end of the season we start to see you know the luca that we all more recognize even mm-hmm. now like he play he's playing like a good He's playing like a good player now. He's playing like a top 15 player now. But we know Luka can be a top 10, top five player in the league whenever, any night he wants. I think that closer towards the end of the season, um, you know, maybe in the upcoming months, even weeks or so, like as he continues to get his legs under, we start to see that Luka again.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that I was watching this game last night between the Nets and the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Luka, you know, looked good, obviously. Uh, but yeah, he did look a little, I guess we could say winded at times, like you mentioned with the conditioning thing. Yeah, something that came out after uh, after the game yesterday uh, in the presser and, and you know, him saying that he's still getting up to game speed. Last thing before we move on to the game, Strell, did you see the kind of the pictures of Zion? uh there's been unconfirmed reports or reports kind of saying that he got up over 300 pounds. I don't think that necessarily is true, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't think he I don't think it's true. I don't, I don't think it's true. Um, but I do think that he's not in basketball shape like yeah. regardless whether he's overweight and you know I make I make jokes about Zion being fat all the time but I make jokes about everybody I make a Kyle Lowry fat joke every now and then <laughs> like <laughs> every other day I make Kyle Lowry fat joke but like yeah. ultimately these guys are athletes and they're more or less in pretty really 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 good shape and so do I think that Zion is actually fat as hell no I don't I think he's just regularly fat and um I think, and so I think that uh, um, he just needs to get into basketball shape. Like when he comes yeah. back, and that's where the jokes are going to come. He's not in basketball shape. The man hasn't played in a game in forever, he had he's just started practicing with the team again. Yeah. Like he's not in basketball shape. That's going to take time, like just like Luka's probably going to take some time because he came to training camp 30, 30 pounds overweight like yeah. was, his listed weight was 230 he came to training camp at 260 you're not gonna oh. lose 260 you're not gonna lose 30 pounds in a month yeah like the yeah. season's only been going on for a month and a half yeah so if even that like maybe yeah maybe a month and a half like month and a half so yeah. you're not gonna lose you're not gonna lose 30 pounds in two months at training camp you're not gonna lose um in two months like you're not so uh, Luca's getting his legs under him. They they got on him on um during the broadcast about him. Zion is coming back and he's going to get his legs up under him. These guys are going to look a lot different towards the end of the season. I can probably guarantee that.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of when uh, James Harden. I uh, requested his trade from the Houston Rockets and he showed he took up. his fat suit off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he took
1: his, he took his fat suit off and, and started balling.
0: Yeah. yeah James Harden
1: is the only one that can shade, shade them pounds in overnight. As soon as he got <laughs> that trade, he took that fat suit off real quick. Yeah.
0: Uh Definitely something to keep an eye on these guys are, you know, so they're still getting their legs back under him, you know, especially guys that are going to be coming back from injury or missing time, especially with, you know, guys, that did catch COVID and we're in health and safety protocols, you know, Joel Embiid has come out and said that, Hey, he was still getting his win back under him or getting up to game speed after missing that many games. So, um, you know, definitely keep an eye out for, for those type of things for sure. Troy, let's take uh, one quick break here. We will come back and we will get to the 13-game schedule on the NBA tonight. College Football Championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter, because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for NCAA football, NFL, concerts, NBA, and more. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their college football tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, Tickpick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Visit TickPick today at tickpk.com slash sgp. That's tickpick.com slash sgp. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to 200%. If you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and to receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is an easy way to play daily fantasy. It's daily fantasy simplified. You pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Use promo code SGP and receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. It's just you versus the projected numbers. PrizePix has a ton of stats to choose from, including yards, receptions, touchdowns, fantasy points, and more. PrizePix allows mixed entries, so you can take the over on LeBron's points, combine it with the under on Patrick Mahomes, yardage, and the same entry. PrizePix offers every sport you can think of, like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. Pricepix has an award-winning easy-to-use mobile app both on the App Store and Google Play Store. Pricepix is 4.8 star rated in the App Store with rave reviews. Pricepix can be made in entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's really that easy, guys. Pricepix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Pricepicks.com promo code SGP check it out for yourself guys it's really fun to use I use it on the daily for NBA and NFL. PricePix.com promo code SGP for that 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap then you're missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers use PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average prop swapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. Get started today by going to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, Terrell, let's dive into the schedule, man. We, we got 13 games. Uh, plenty of action, so we're, we're going to have to step up tonight with our lock-in dog. So let's start with the first game, probably a game that we were talking about in the NBA Slack channel uh, last night and this morning. I saw the messages kind of come across is Chicago Bulls headed to Cleveland to take on our team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, where the Cavaliers are a three-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 211. Injury report here, uh, we talked about DeMar DeRozan being out uh, with health and safety protocols. Javante Green is also in health and safety protocols. Uh, and Alex Caruso is also doubtful for tonight with a right hamstring strain. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, the usual guys are out for them, so no new injuries there. But Terrell, three-point home favorites for the Cleveland Cavaliers here. Which way are we
1: going? Um, I'm going to- it's it's kind of odd that the Cavs are getting three. Yeah. Uh against the number one team in the East right now. Um yeah. I think that this is I think they're getting a little bit overvalued because of the injuries that the Bulls have. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm gonna lean I'm gonna lean the Bulls into three here. Okay. You know, just like uh just like a number of other teams, I love the Bulls as dogs. I love getting the Bulls as a dog um i would prefer cleveland as a dog that's just how i would prefer cleveland as a dog i prefer cleveland as a dog getting around six points to be honest um i've seen this team collapse in the fourth quarter yeah i've seen this team collapse multiple times in the fourth quarter and i do not think that i can trust them with a lead going into the fourth quarter uh cleveland right now three and nine ats in fourth quarter three and nine ATS in the fourth quarter. We, we sit here and we talk about how good they start games and how good that first half is. And I'm still on the Cleveland first half here, even though they're uh, they're going to be a favorite. I'm still on the Cleveland first half here. Uh, I think Chicago will make it, like, it'll be good, but I'm still on Cleveland to kind of get on them and, you know, filter the ball in between those bigs. Like, that's, that's going to be the key to the game for Cleveland. That is going to be the key. It's going to be Evan Mobley and it's going to be Jared Allen. I would hop all over Jared Allen points and rebounds props. I would hop yeah. on points prop. I was hop on rebounds props. I'd hop all over that. I think yeah. that that is going to be the key of the game for them. I would hop on Darius Garland assists because I think Darius Garland is going to be facilitating majority of this offense for them. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to dominate inside. But what I don't trust is I don't trust them to hold that lead throughout all four quarters of the game. I think the second half is going to be more of Chicago Bulls territory. I think they're going to make slight adjustments. And while Cleveland is probably liable to still try to pound the ball inside, Chicago is going to adjust their pace that they were playing at, play at a quicker pace, get those bigs off off the step, get back on defense and really get in the face of those guards and make it really hard for them to move the ball around. So I like Chicago here. I think Chicago is really good. Um, you know, opposed to what I said in the beginning of the season, I recanted that statement. I do think Chicago looks good. I think that it is pretty big that they're missing Demar here, but I think yeah. that they're still good all around. That they're going to they're going to challenge Cleveland in this game, and they're going to they're going to make Cleveland play to their strength, which is inside. And then I think the Bulls are going to try to outmuscle everyone else in the court
0: yeah you know we talk about the first half stats for um the cleveland cavaliers They're they are the number one team uh, as far as first half but the interesting part for that is that um i'm sorry that was the first quarter i was looking at but yeah they're nine and three against uh against a number in the first half nine and four on the road um and then chicago we're looking at uh, in the first half the bulls where are they they're seven five and one in away games so far this season but yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with exactly what I was going to say, is that Cleveland should have their way inside against this lack of front court for Chicago Bulls. Nikola Vucevic cannot guard bigs. I don't think he's going to be able to contain guys like Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. Um, possible revenge game for maybe Laurie Markkinen? Maybe look at his points prop maybe tonight, Terrell?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that like like the size is really going to be the thing that's going to make this a very... And ultimately, that's... If you're backing the Cavs you're backing the Cavs because of their size. Yeah. If you're backing the Cavs because of their size of the, their size down low the size of Laurie Marketing who has the ability to shoot um from the mid-range and on the outside like you're backing them because of their size and what they are cuz this like you have Derrick Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. who is stepping into the lineup uh and kind of playing that you know that four uh four position he's 6-6. We've seen him yeah. and we've seen him do that in uh where was he at atlanta uh-huh when he yeah. had to uh step into that role and so you're really like you're really bring and then you got uh centers off the bench but i don't think that they're like what's his name uh tony bradley yeah like tony bradley coming off the bench uh so i don't think that they're going to be able to keep up with those guys down low but i think that it's going to be on the backcourt it's going to I would be on Zach. I'm probably going to SGP this game. Like I'm probably going to have a same game parlay in this game because I just think that it's going to be a battle of the Chicago backcourt versus the um, the Cavaliers frontcourt. Right. It's going to be who can exploit who can exploit the other matchup more. That's how the game is going to be decided. Who's going to exploit the other matchup more? I'm going to take Lonzo and Zach Levine um, Uh in this one. I would not be surprised. This is by far not a lot for me. I would not be surprised if the Cleveland Cavaliers ran away with this one just because of that size that they have. And the good and how good they are. This could be a really big Evan Mobley game, to be honest. Um, but I lean, I lean Chicago. I'm going to take the lane with the best team in the East, and I'm going to fade the Cavs with a lead in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cavs here at home as a three-point favorite. Um, I think that everything that you just said exactly what I was going to say is that this – Gonna be a battle between the backcourts of Chicago versus the front court of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I think that this could be a night where maybe the shots are not falling for the Chicago Bulls, and that the the front court of Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are able to get easy baskets around the rim. And I think that they'll be able to hang on for this game. I think that, like I said, Laurie Marking will probably have a big game going up against his former team. Um, and again, you know, we've we'll take a look at the come the AC, ATS stats. For both of these teams, uh, in their particular situations, uh, as a road underdog, so far this season, Chicago is three and three, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, as uh, road, sorry, as home favorite, so far this season, are two zero oh, and one against the spread. Uh, very, very small sample there, but uh, I'm going to back Cleveland here. Uh, I just think that the size will be too much for the Bulls to handle. Thoughts on the total here,
1: Terrell, at two uh, eleven. Real quick, if you on the Cavs, I see. Uh... Laurie marking in 15 points, Cleveland to win for uh, plus 215. Ooh. I think I like that. That's a yeah, pretty, that's, that's a pretty solid play, and I'm on I'm on the Bulls because uh, ultimately I do like. I don't think it's impossible the Cavs win. I just think that the Bulls yeah. can keep it within the possession.
0: Yeah, and the, uh, the line is right there too, right? So I think yeah, this is probably going to come down right to the final minute. I think.
1: And honestly, like if you bought a half a point on the Bulls and, you know, just made sure it was inside that one possession, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be mad. Like I wouldn't yeah. be mad. I yeah. think I ultimately do think it's a close game though. I think uh but back to the total. Um I would lean to under. Okay. I would lean the under. I think uh I haven't seen what these what this is though. If you could find out what they these teams been doing in the last few games. Um We're but just off uh for if, if you have a total um how oh, what they learned yeah. to the total in the last five games. Uh so um,
0: Cleveland has gone I'm sorry, uh three straight overs at 208.5, 213 and a half, and two fifteen. And then Chicago, uh two straight games to the under, but previous to that, three out of the or sorry, four out of the previous uh five had gone over the total. So it,
1: it's kind of mix and match there. Mix and match, yeah. Okay. Um I just – I know that Chicago is a pretty good – it really should actually lean over because – I mean, Chicago is really good, but Chicago's good guarding that backcourt. And I just don't see the backcourt for the Cleveland Cavs doing too much in this game. Like, And they don't have I AC just, in this game I either, think,
0: Terrell. Like, Caruso is huh? their best perimeter defender, and he's not playing in this
1: game. Yeah, so – I. I guess I'm I'm leaning to the over. Two two eleven is pretty pretty steep for well kind of steep for over for the um these two teams, but I guess I would lean to the over. I think that, you know, it's just gonna they're just gonna have to dominate the game. Like I think ultimately they're gonna dominate the game in the aspects that they can dominate the game. The the Bulls do not think that their guards can contend with their guards and the Cavs don't think that their uh their bigs can contend with their bigs. So if everybody dominates the game, this sounds like it easily goes over
0: yeah so our, as
1: far as pace uh over the last five games here
0: chicago is tied at number nine uh for the ninth highest pace and then um, cleveland drops all the way down to number 20 so i think that total is right where it kind of needs to be but i would slightly lean towards the over also here um, you know just because number one i think that points will be easy inside the paint for the uh cleveland cavaliers and then you know who knows zach levine and those guys they can knock down shots but i uh, definitely love cleveland here tonight
1: um, Cleveland's getting 50 cents 56% of the tickets and 80% of the money. So okay. interesting to look at that. Yeah. Uh, let's go over to the next
0: game here, Terrell. We have the Philadelphia 76ers and the Charlotte Hornets matching up again. Uh, they just played the other night. That game went to overtime where the uh Philadelphia 76ers won that game 127-124. Uh, they are back at it again tonight, and I am currently seeing a line of six and a half for the sorry, for the Philadelphia 76ers on the road again in a total of 216. Uh, like I said, these two teams matched up the other night. Total went way over. Uh, they combined for a 251 points, but eventually the Philadelphia 76ers won that game uh, by three points. But where are you at with this game, Terrell?
1: What is Philly doing?
0: They like, didn't have Tyrese Maxi that game. I will say
1: that. Uh, yeah, I mean, but still, like, come on, Shake Milton ain't no slide, and Shake Milton relatively had a pretty good game. Like, you know, these these guys put up points. Like, they did good. It's just they gave up anything and everything. Um, to the Charlotte Hornets, like Kelly Brubaker had thirty five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like that's really that's that's amazing, like, and you know, P.J. Washington <laughs> did really good coming off the bench. Uh James Boot Knight made an appearance in the game, twenty-two minutes, four for eight from the field, eleven points. Like, I mean, the Hornets are still balling. They had seven guys in double figures last game, yeah. seven, and they only played eight. <laughs> they only yeah. played eight. They had seven guys in double figures. So, um, I mean. I will say As, this. Even uh, with Tyrese Maxi out, I yeah. feel like the 76ers should run with this, but how do you fade how Charlotte is playing the ball right now, playing right now, even when they don't have LaMelo, they don't have Tay Rosier, they don't have Ishmip, they don't have Mason Plumley still. Like, they're missing so many guys, and they're still playing hard ball. Yeah,
0: they're number one over the last five games. Charlotte, number one in offensive efficiency rating and they are numbered uh, number 30 dead last in defensive efficiency uh, rating so they're playing at a very very high pace and we kind of take a look at their what they've kind of been doing as far as being underdogs um i mean they've lost what four of the last five games but they've covered three straight games as underdogs of six and a half or more and they're on a streak of let's see here six straight overs for the uh charlotte hornets
1: so because they take give up of, 100 120 plus points every single game, yeah. And they're covering this the point, too. Yeah, so it's like they give up a whole bunch of points and still find ways to cover. They've given up over 100 120 points in the past six games,
0: yeah. Six and one, as uh, I'm oh, sorry, two no, they are six and one as home underdogs so far this season, and then Philly, Philly, uh, now are three and one as road favorites, but. I'm leaning towards Charlotte here again tonight. Um, they' I don't care if they lose the game, but they're they they're finding ways to cover the number. And that's just pretty much what it is for me right now. Uh, like their guys, the four guys, like you mentioned with Lamelo Ball, Terry Rozier, Jaden McDaniels, and Mason Plumlee are still out in health and safety protocols. So, uh, and are other guys, Kelly Oubre stepping up, Gordon Hayward. Uh, Miles Bridges. I, I think that if Tyrese Maxey not able to go again tonight for the Sixers, I, I'm leaning towards Charlotte Hornets here.
1: I want to lean Hornets. I really do. It all sounds good, but God, leave. Is Philly really going to let them score that many points again? Like, I'm not sitting here and saying that Joel and B is going to go out and have another 40 burger. Yeah. Um, but are they just going to let these guys score all up and down over them again? Like. I still think that, you know, with Seth Curry out there, who is probably one of the few that didn't have a, a solid game against the Charlotte Hornets, Seth went 3-for-11 from the field, 0-for-6 from three. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to think that he gets going a little bit more. Shake Milton, we know he's a baller. He can he can come in and contribute around um, 10 to 15 points any given night easily. Yeah. Uh, I know you're down on Tobias Harris, but I still think that he's, uh, you know, one of the better uh, – better guy forwards in the league still. And I think he can still play extremely efficient. And we know Joel Embiid's an MVP candidate. Like, I'm just going to take the chance that this Philadelphia defense defends Charlotte a little bit better and keeps them out the 120 points range because Charlotte's going to give up 120 points. So am I really going to sit here and say that fade this Philly defense to give up 120 points again? No, I'm not. So I'm going to take Philly minus the six. Uh, it all sounds good, but I'm I'm going to lean on Philly's defense actually showing up in this game.
0: I can argue that. I mean, yeah, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and Seth Curry all played 40 plus minutes in that over. Obviously, because it went to overtime, they played 40 plus minutes. But 43 of the 100 and sorry, uh, uh, yeah, 43 of the 127 points came from a Joel Embiid. Close to about what 30 percent of the points were from him. Um or sorry, 25%. But you know, we'll see what happens. I I think I do I I it's gonna be interesting to see that do we see another shootout or are we going to see the like you mentioned, the Sixers kind of bogged down on the defensive side of the basketball. But I'm leaning with the Hornets here. Uh thoughts on the total here at 216?
1: Um I mean I'm I don't know how you can bet a Charlotte under right now. I I just, I just don't, I just don't. I I, I don't know. I mean, they could score a hundred points and Philly could be in 120 range and it goes over. So, I mean, I'm just going to have to auto auto bet Charlotte overs right now.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. I think that you cannot bet a Charlotte under right now because they're, again, they're playing very highly on the uh, offensive side, but defensively, one of the worst teams. They are the worst team right now, like I mentioned over the last five games with 127 defensive rating. So uh should be another fun game to watch here tonight, Terrell. Let's move on to the next game, bud.
1: Wait, we, real quick, real quick. Yeah, real quick. Go, ahead. yeah. Um, go ahead. So I know people are going to, they're going to hear us and be like, oh, Terrell, what do you mean? You're fading the, the Hornets that, when they're playing the back-to-back games, you know, they just played and you're supposed to take the other team in the back-to-back. Well, to be honest, the Hornets should have won that last game. Like that was their one win. They just nerfed that up in in mm-hmm. overtime and gave yeah. that game over to the 76ers. So I count, that, I count that game as their one win. So I'm fine backing the 76ers here because I think Charlotte probably should have won that first game. And I think the adjustments from Doc is going to come in in that second game and it's going to be more of a lopsided victory for Philly.
0: Okay, I can't argue that. Uh, let's get to the next game here. We have the New York Knicks headed to Indiana to take on the Pacers, where the Pacers are a five-point home favorite, currently seeing a total of 209.5. Uh, do need to mention that the Knicks did play last night uh, against the San Antonio Spurs. They got that victory 121-109 in back-to-back.
1: Situ- tape. I'm sorry? Knicks tape. Knicks tape, was that? yeah knicks, what, that's what we say that's that's what we say in the Knicks. we'd be like next tape that's how we you know that's oh. the hashtag that's how we get hype for the team oh,
0: okay tape. okay you see i'm learning these things from
1: you i, I don't know yeah it's things. like mixed <laughs> it's like mixed tape like, oh, but like knicks 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 tape. Tape. okay knicks i got tape. you yeah
0: uh new york knicks on back-to-back situations uh two and one against a spread small sample but uh the one number that kind of sticks out they are uh perfect three and zero to the under in, in back-to-back games um But Terrell, Knicks, on the road here to Indiana, we talked about possibly fading this Indiana team after the rumors came out. Do you think that's going to come to fruition? Or, I don't know. I don't think it's a rallying cry because that might just – I think there's some
1: friction going on in that locker room. I think that's what it is. Oh, I don't know. I think they – I mean, I think they rally. I think they rally. I mean, the Pacers have the Knicks number over the years. they do. Um, And – uh they're i mean they're laying 5 uh 5 is a lot um should I should have mentioned I'm sorry I don't know dude. I just don't I can't RJ had 32 last night he was 7 8 from three point, left. <laughs> three point land. Yeah, like he, RJ had 32 last night. I don't know if I can count on RJ to go score another 30 points. And I just don't like how the Knicks are playing right now. Like, I really don't. I, I faded the Knicks last night and I probably shouldn't have. Well, hmm. no, I definitely shouldn't have. I had them, but I took them off because I was just like, I can't. How can I back the Knicks right now? Um,
0: this is the third meeting between these two teams uh, this season, November 3rd. Uh, Indiana Pacers won that game one eleven ninety eight 98 at home. And then New York won the game on their home floor, 92 84, uh, in New York. So this is a third game. So they've split the first two of them. Each team has won their home game and cover the spread.
1: Uh, um, I may or may not regret this, but I don't know. I'm just going to fade the Knicks on the back to back, uh, I mean Faith and Knicks on the back to back. I don't think that they're really that much of the better team, to be honest. Yeah. Uh I was a- and I was genuinely shocked that the Pacers are talking about do, do, doing a rebuild. Cause I don't think they have like a really bad team. They like Chris Duarte is young. He's when he starts young, getting more into it, he's going to be really big to them. If TJ Warren ever comes back, he's going to be a good, a good addition. They just lost TJ McConnell, which does hurt. Yeah. Um, TJ McConnell's out for the rest of the season with a uh, torn ligament in his wrist. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this team, is not bad? Like, that's why it was shocking. This team isn't bad. Uh, just just take the over on uh Karis LeVert's points tonight. Uh maybe even Duarte's. Honestly, I'm I got to look and try to figure out who matches up what better with who, but the Knicks just giving up anything and everything to the shooting guard position. Anything and everything. Whoever whoever shooting guard you are, just ha- have all the points you want. Uh Derrick White had 35 last night. I think it was <laughs> 35. Something like that. Let me check. It was like 30, he was in the 30s for sure. But giving up anything and everything to the shooting guard position. They cannot guard that position at all whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah.
0: twenty I'm, I'm, I'm on the Pacers.
1: Five, it's 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 a lot of points. Five is a lot of points, but I'm just going to take the Pacers. I'm going to the Knicks right now. Uh,
0: yeah, I think being on a back-to-back here for the Knicks, I mean, we talked about how these two teams have played twice already in the uh, this season and the home team has won both uh, respectively and cover the numbers. So I'll, I'll stay with the Pacers here uh, as well. And uh, you're right. I think that this is probably a Karis LeVert game. Um, looking at what New York has done against that shooting guard position, I'm quickly trying to pull up the numbers here. Uh, they're allowing 22.9 points to that shooting guard position. Sorry, 22 and a half. Um, and last night they gave up 26 to Derek White. So this should probably possibly be a Karis LeVert game, like you mentioned. Quickly seeing his points prop for tonight for Karis LeVert. Let's see here. Um, 16 and a half. So I think that's a good bet there, uh, Terrell.
1: Yeah, I believe, uh, I like Karis LeVert. And I, I like um, Duarte on the edge hitting threes. I think that he can have a, um, a good night and find a find a cut from the three point line a few times.
0: Yeah. Uh, thoughts on the total here uh, to wrap it up two hundred nine and a half.
1: Uh, that's low. I think it's low. Um, I don't know what they're doing recently. Of Oops. recent, but I would think um, frame... for the Knicks, I... uh, they have
0: gone five out of the last six games have gone over the total, and for the Indiana Pacers uh six out of the last seven have gone over the
1: total so why is this at 209 and then uh, and then i see that it opened at 213 so it's dropping and i don't know maybe that's a tell Maybe i don't know it's not nba is not like football if i get reverse linemen in football that's basically telling me to bet that to bet you know, towards the reverse line movement and get a cash, but the NBA yeah. is kind of different. I'm, I'm gonna, I still think over. I'm gonna lean over.
0: Yeah, I think that only part that kind of does scare me, but it's a very small sample that they're three and oh to the under on back to back situations are the Knicks, but, um, 209 and a half, it's kind of hard to kind of gauge it because the first game they played went over the total and the second game went f- well under the uh total but i'll probably stay away from this total if i had to lean I yeah i'd agree with you i'll probably take the uh over as well let's move over to the next game uh we have the washington wizards headed to detroit to take on the pistons where the wizards are a five point road favorite currently seeing a total of 209 Looking at the injury report, I know Spencer did what he missed last game, just a rest, but he should be back tonight uh, for the Wizards. And then for the Detroit Pistons, Hamadou Diallo is questionable. Corey Joseph is probable. And the usual guys of Saban Lee and Kole Olinik continue to be out for the Pistons. But Wizards five-point favorite here. Terrell, what are you thinking?
1: I mean, the Wizards are on a three-game slide. Lost the first two games of this road trip. Uh this is the last game before they go home. They should get up for this game and want to start and get like start hot going into the roads and going back home. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. I I don't and they only have one home game after this and then they're going back on the road. So like I mean This Pistons team is scrappy. They're getting more, they're getting scrappier and scrappier as the year goes on and, you know, as they're getting better. Um, The Wizards are just struggling shooting the ball. Like, if you just watch the games, they're just struggling to find ways to score the basketball. Uh, And I just can't back them right now. So I'm going to ride Pistons plus the five.
0: Yeah, I I get what you're saying. Uh, Again, I should have mentioned the Pistons are on a nine game losing streak here but you texted me the other day when we found out that shea was going to play in that game and the thunder went in there and got a w114 103 uh, don't we think washington can do the same thing here as if i mean i know they are a five-point road favorite here but i think this is a game where they kind of get right like this is a get right game for the washington wizards whether well, it's Bradley Beal going off and Spencer Didwitty going off and scoring the basketball, I just think this is a spot for the Washington Wizards to get right here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the five points here with the Wizards on the road in a get right spot. Uh, thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Uh, Two oh? What I say? Two oh nine?
1: Um no i don't really have a, a lane either way i think that this could possibly both teams just go completely ice and not score anything but i think it's also a, a pretty good possibility that um because the pistons have been scoring the basketball a lot better recently yeah and i think that the the wizards can they're a good scoring like they can they have people that can score basketball i think they could wake up anytime time at any time and just find ways to score but i'm I'm leaning – I'm on the I'm on the Pistons here, so yeah. Uh, I'm kind of staying away from this total. I just think it's kind of flip, flip-floppy for me. It could go either way.
0: Yeah, five out of the last six games have gone over the total for the uh, Wizards and then for the Pistons, three out of the last four have gone over the total. But, you know, like we said, they, these numbers are starting to come, come down a little bit as the market kind of adjusts because we had so many unders catching early on in the season. Uh, Let's move over to the 630 games. Terrell, we have the Milwaukee Bucks headed down to South Beach to take on Miami, where the Bucks are a six and a half point road favorite, currently seeing a total of 216. Checking the injury report, like we had mentioned uh, earlier, Uh, Jimmy Butler is out for this game. We know about Bam Adebayo is going to be out four to six weeks. Um, and then everybody should be playing for Milwaukee here. Uh, the usual suspects are out for Milwaukee, but Miami's struggling here a little bit. Uh, Terrell without their, you know, their best player in Jimmy Butler, and without um, Bam Adebayo anchoring that that center position, kind of being their defensive force, they've lost now uh, four out of the last five games here. Uh, uh-huh. Have the Indiana, sorry, the uh, Miami Heat, and for the Milwaukee Bucks, they seem to have. Quietly turned it around here where nobody's really talking about them. They're only one-and-a-half game out now for uh, that first-place lead in the Eastern Conference. They've now won, wow, one, two, three, four, about, I think, eight out of the last nine games or nine out of the last ten games here uh, have the Miami Heat – I'm sorry, the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: Yeah, um, Milwaukee's championship in their DNA. Like, it's championship DNA. Um, they're, they've getting their guys back healthy. And they're they're quietly starting to find ways to just put this team back together from what it was. Now uh, Giannis is back in the fold. He missed a few day a couple games out. Uh, missed last time out being his birthday, so I didn't get to play the birthday. Pro- I might throw a little something on a Giannis trip. But over the day, maybe I get a delayed birthday uh, explosion from him. <laughs> but <laughs> he's ready to come down to but, South Beach the party. But Bobby Portis is. He stepped in. He stepped in and he's playing great 19 for 16 that last game with Giannis out. And he's uh averaging I think this is the most points he's averaged in his career. Like I think he's averaging over 15 points per game. Um he's, yeah, he's got 15 points per game. I gotta go see what uh well oh well he's a career uh yeah, because he did have those years where he was really the guy. Um but going back to uh Going back to what's that? Yeah, no, yeah. He's averaging, yeah, 10. Yeah, 10 points. So yeah, 15, ten points on the career. He's averaging 15 over the season, having an amazing season. Uh, never blinks his eyes. So he does he watches the ball all the time because he doesn't blink ever. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, so I with that being said and with Milwaukee playing better and everything, I think I'm still on the heat at home here. Oh, you're crazy! Because I just don't think I know. I don't think the heat go away. I don't they think they just the played. Heat, I don't the think they are ER going away. They just played the other and night They got smacked. I know. Yeah, they got smacked. I know. But if you sit here and look at it, Tyler Hero went four for seventeen from the field. That's not happening again. Like I don't care if it's against the Bucks. That's not happening again. Tyler Hero's gonna Tyler Hero's gonna go out there. He's gonna shoot the basketball a lot better at home and with the home crowd behind him. He's gonna get himself up. Uh. Um, Kyle Lowry went four for uh four for twelve. I expect a conversation to be had between Eric Spolster and Kyle Lowry, like, hey, like while Jimmy Butler is out, you gotta step up. And we've seen Kyle Lowry be able to become a 20-point scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when uh required, when necessary. So I mean, I'm I'm concerned. I think that I think that there is a possibility that Giannis, in addition to this can definitely make this even more of a blowout. Yeah. But I also think that there's an even better possibility for the Miami Heat that they decide to just lock down everybody outside of Giannis. And we've seen them do that before, where they just sat there and said, all right, Giannis is going to score. Giannis is going to get his. But one, two, three, and 4 is going to have a rough night, and we're going to make it extremely tough on them, and Giannis is going to have to outscore us 100 points by himself, which we know he cannot do. So um, I'm going to lean... Miami Heat here, I think they make it close. They may not win the game, but I think they make it close. I think that uh, Tyler Hero has a better shooting night. Tyler Hero is a points prop that I'm going to look at um, for this game. I think he gets up for big games like this. And, you know, uh, I'm pretty – I'm sure these guys want to give it back to him on the road. Like, his Miami Heat team and his Milwaukee Bucks team, they do not like each other. They They give each other battles all the time this is a little bit of a rivalry in the NBA and we don't really talk about NBA rivalries too often. So, yeah. um, I'm going to take the points. I think, you know, set, win by seven is possible, but I think the heat get up for this game and I think they make it a little bit closer and lean on Kyle Lowry and Tyler here more to get some more of this scoring done.
0: Yeah. I, I'm going to go the other way, man. I think this Bucks team right now, they're, they're playing really good basketball. They, they have their guys healthy, Um, Like I said, they've won, what, nine out of the last 10 games here. I think it's even more than that. But, um, you know, not having Giannis that other night, yeah, I think that revenge may be on the mind of the Miami Heat. But when you're missing your two best players or two out of three best players in Bam out of bio, Jimmy Butler, I think that there's a significant fall off after that. Yeah, Tyler Hero can come out and shoot the basketball well. But Milwaukee on the season – uh, are, are the fourth best defending team beyond that three-point line where they're only allowing other teams to shoot 33% uh, percent from that three-point line um, so far this season. And I, I just think that, yeah, Bucks are in good form here right now. I'll, I'll lay the points here. I got burned by Miami. I took Miami against Memphis on Monday. And they lost that game by 15. I think Milwaukee will come in and probably uh, take care of business against uh, Miami here on the road um, I expect you know either Chris Milton or Drew Holiday to have a big game because Giannis
1: as great as Giannis but listen been, but listen to what you said but listen to what? what you said I expect Chris Milton and Drew Holiday to have a big game we always expect that we always expect that from the Bucks. and yeah, there's all these games where yeah, and it is always games. There's always <laughs> games where Chris Milton and Drew Holiday do not do anything. Like, do not do anything. And we're like, Jesus Christ. And that's, what the th- that's the thing that frustrates me most is the up and down of Chris Milton and Drew Holiday. And then, you know, just not to brag or anything, but the um, point guard Fine. under points prop hit. <laughs> but the point guard under points prop hit in his last game as well. Drew Holiday points prop was set at 17 and a half, and he came in at 16.
0: I right, was, let's see what is at tonight. So we probably should continue that. Let me see if I can.
1: Oh, I'm here. absolutely continuing.
0: Yeah. It tonight. 16 and a half again. <laughs> six. See,
1: look, they're bringing it see down. They
0: adjusted it. Well, um, he, he scored 16 the other night against, but he shot six of 14 that, uh, that night also, but no Giannis in that game. So it could probably go under again tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It really can. I mean, they're, they're, they're not the going to rely. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to rely on him for as much scoring. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think that this is – I think this is going to be big for Bobby Portis and Giannis. Like, I, if I were them, I would funnel – because we know how, what the Heat are going to do on the outside. Like, they're going to get on the outside, and they're going to get in your face and smother you. I think that once that happens, Drew Holiday, uh Chris Middleton, to a point, like, they're going to force the ball inside, and they're going to get it to Bobby Portis and Giannis and let those guys do their thing down low. So – um I would be on those people, and I would I would personally fade uh, Drew Holiday and even Chris Mills into an extent. Bobby Portis' rebounds are
0: only eight and a half tonight, Terrell. I, I'm, I'm gonna smash that here tonight. He's been cut, he's. In I think that it's because my-
1: Giannis is back in the lineup. That's what yeah. I, I think. This, they're doing it because Giannis is back in the lineup, but he can easily get still get ten rebounds with Giannis in the lineup.
0: Yeah, but even against Cleveland the other night when Giannis did play. He still grabbed sixteen rebounds against the Cavs. And then I think the night before Giannis played also. And I think that he had I think thirteen against um. No, Giannis, like the did Giannis
1: playing that Cleveland game? Yeah, he did. It was his birthday on Monday. Oh, that was the birthday game? Yeah. Oh I missed yeah. that. Yeah, but oh, he, he did. scored he... twenty-seven on his twenty-seventh. Jesus Christ. That's like no, because oh, I hate being over here because i missed stuff late i didn't even realize that he he played in that game he scored 27 on 27 that see i told you the birthday props always hit the birthday props well, i mean his, his prop was probably over 27 but yeah, 27 pro- on 27 like that's that is that is uh that is meaningful that is meaningful birthday birthdays are always meaningful find ways to bet birthdays
0: <laughs> we're gonna have to uh i want to add another segment before we uh before we start handicapping games at your assignment is to find the birthdays for the day and when we get to that game we're gonna look at the points props for those games. So uh we're gonna we're gonna start we're gonna we're gonna do that starting Friday for sure. We've been doing it but we haven't consistently been doing it. So we'll start that Friday for
1: sure. Um well, on I the can total, tell you who has birthdays for the, I could tell you who has birthdays for the rest of the month. Yeah you, um, we'll go, we'll do it episode by episode. Uh two sixteen on the total Uh, You know, I had a SGP that died with the under last time, Um, and that was the only leg. I hit. all other legs, and the under was the thing that forced it not to cash. Very concerning, especially because the Miami Heat turned it on late. Um, I think that it's only appropriate that this game goes under and does a FU to me because I bet the under (laughs) in the wrong game. So I'm going to say under because I just know that's what the world is going to do to me. This is the uh,
0: third matchup between these two teams this season already. First game, Miami won 137-95, flew over the total, and then the other night on the fourth, 124-102, went over the total of 211. So uh, just because the world might be against you, I'm going to take the over in this game at 216. Um, let's get to the next game, Terrell. We have the OKC Thunder headed to Toronto
1: to take on the Raptors. the Raptors, oh, wait, wait, real quick, real yeah, quick, real quick. Ahead. Real quick. I'm sorry. We're just going to throw this out there for the people, like, so they can have this early and they can be thinking about this early. But um uh, Dwight Howard has a birthday on the 8th coming up. So, you know, we might uh, – is today the 8th? Yeah, today's, today's the 8th. 8th. So it's Dwight Howard's birthday, but they don't play. I don't think they play. No, no Lakers um, tonight. Yeah, so Dwight Howard uh, tomorrow – Oh damn, it's a couple people. Oh well, don't. Know. Tomorrow, um, Kelly Ubre. Don't think they have. A, I don't know if they have a game tomorrow. Kelly Ubre is out there. Uh, Eric Bledsoe is out there as somebody with a birthday on the eighth, on the ninth. I mean, so Eric Bledsoe, Kelly Ubre. I don't know if those guys have games. I have so Ubre tonight then tomorrow because I don't think Charlotte plays tomorrow. Ah, do we take? Do we take the day before birth? I don't know. The day before don't hit like the day of. Like when it's your, Like when people have been telling you your birthday, like when they've been telling you your birthday, like that day and you've been getting that love all day, you go into that game. Like, I oh, don't, I don't no. That joint, I don't think it hit like the day. We don't see. We don't see what Uber Uber been balling recently, though. Yeah, so we don't I think, see
0: what they do. I think you got to take it tonight because he's probably going to be parting tomorrow and then you got to fade him on Friday against Sacramento because he's going to be a little hungover
1: probably. Uber's got like Uber's had a couple of really couple of good games. All these he's guys been doing really all right. Good. So we going take we gonna take Uber. All right, so we just gonna take Uber points prop today. We are gonna call it the birthday bet. So yeah. did, so then does that mean? So does that mean? Uh huh. We're getting. <laughs> I'm throwing us all the way off, but I'm sorry. I gotta say. So that means we got to look at Eric Bledsoe tonight too. Uh, we yeah uh, we'll look at that when we get to that uh,
0: that uh, that Clippers game. They're playing Boston tonight, right?
1: Yeah, let me me think about it. Well,
0: I figured out. You think about it until we get to the next game. But Ubre's points prop tonight are at 21 and
1: a half. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. He's going to get us. He's going to get us a 20 piece. Uh, And then you tell me I just got to bet one. I know he's going to get us a 20 piece. And you tell me I just got to take a chance on him getting two more after that. No. Yeah. Let's go with Kelly Ubre points prop tonight. That's for the birthday. Birthday on the way. Kelly Ubre over 21 and a half. All right, we, 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 he's at three straight games of 25, 28,
0: and 35, and that's because LaMelo Ball and those guys have been out. So uh, hopefully he continues that tonight. Let's make a U-turn back to the games here, Terrell. So that's Kelly Oubre. All right, guys, get down on him on his points prop tonight because his birthday is tomorrow. We'll discuss that on Friday if it comes into fruition. But OKC Thunder headed north of the border to take on the Toronto Raptors where the Raptors are a seven-point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of two Oh seven and a half checking the injury report for these teams. Uh, pretty clean for the OKC Thunder. Everybody should be playing uh, for the Toronto Raptors. Kim Birch and OG and are out for this game. I do want to mention the ATS numbers for the Toronto Raptors at home this season, three and nine, I guess spread at home. And they are three and five as home favorites. And then for the OKC Thunder, coming off the wind against Detroit the other night, seven and five against a spread on the road and seven and five as road underdogs. Shea Gilkis, Alexander, isn't he Canadian or his
1: nationality is Canadian? Yeah, I think he, um, something like that. Cause I'm pretty sure he played on a Canadian team. Yeah. That's why. I it's something. So it's something, it's something, uh, there's some connection. Yeah. Because you know, RJ Canadian too. So like you wouldn't think RJ is like, you know, somebody's Canadian, but he grew up in Canada too. So, uh, yeah i would i w- i would say that that's an interesting angle to take to it. I didn't think about that at first either um to the game you say yeah, seven six, that's seven for the raptors oh yeah i'm taking the thunder <laughs> i'm i mean i'm I'm taking the thunder i think the thunder you know as they put people back on the court uh we gotta remember that thunder are they still? They might not be it. Still, they might have felt fallen a little bit with those with those uh, that slide that they had. But they were still one of one of the best teams in the league ATS and yeah. one of the best road teams in the league ATS. Uh, so I'm not going to fade that. I think that something is going on with the Toronto, Toronto Raptors. One, they can't keep anybody on the court. They they got people mm-hmm. on and off coming on and off the court. Uh, and OGN Noble, we know he's out long term right now, but. Uh, they, they got people coming on and off the court. I think that this Raptors team is starting to play better uh-huh. uh, overall yeah. and they're starting to win games, but I will take the OKC Thunder to at least make this a close one. So I like the Thunder plus seven. I think that uh, Shea Gilles Alexander is just, he's just a dog. Like he's just a dog and he, yeah. he's going to do it all for that team. And he's going to help put them over the edge and keep them in games. Uh and I think that you know, relatively like Lou Dort, and I'm, I think Lou Dort is Lou Dort on that what team? Is he on that Canadian team as well? I feel like Lou Dort plays for I somebody think so.
0: else nationally. Let me find out.
1: Yeah. So, um, either yeah, way, it says I still Canadian like basketball.
0: Lou,
1: yeah. So, can I, uh, Lou, Oh my gosh. Yeah, make, he was born in Montreal. These guys gotta go out. They gotta go out. They gotta go out here and try to make a money line win. Like they gotta go push for a money line win tonight. Like I know SGA and Dort are sitting there talking about it, and those guys are cool. They know how they play with each other for a while. Like uh, they play for each other, with each other for a while now. Um, they know their each other's tendencies. Like those are arguably two of the best players on the court. Josh Giddy makes a really good run at that. Uh, Because I like what he's doing, especially coming in as a rookie and being able to fly all over the court, get rebounds, lock, rack up assist and also score the basketball for his team that is divided scoring for uh, for a lot of reasons. So I'm going to. Yeah, I'm on the Thunder. I think that the Thunder are kind of there's a little bit of a momentum switch shift in that team as they're getting players back. And I think they're going to contest and start to be in a lot of these games again.
0: Yeah, Um Lou Dort, born in Montreal, Canada, and Shay Gilkiss Alexander, born in Toronto, Canada. So, uh, I think that's the angle. Uh, we, we're gonna we find so many different angles on this on this podcast, and that that's the fun nature of it, right? That we'll Yo, throw out we'll throw just out the H S stats and, and what they've been doing yeah. recently, but sometimes we got to throw in some gun handicapping too, right? And, and I think both of these guys being Canadian, uh, both are playing tonight, so I think they're gonna get up and play in Toronto, man. You got to look at Shea. Uh, Shea uh, props tonight.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I I just think that they're even even if this game goes outside of what I think it does, and the Toronto Raptors run away with this game. I don't think the Thunder are going lying down. I think the Thunder are going to score points. I think Thunder are going to try to make this a game. I think that if they, even if they lose this in the fourth quarter and they miss the cover, they're going to be in it majority of the game. I don't think that this Thunder team is as bad as everybody's trying to make them out to be. Yeah, That's my thing. I don't think they should be seven-point favorites. I don't think that they should be, you know, you should be getting – if you're getting plus 200 money line on the Thunder, like they're liable to hit that any given night. 'Cause they're liable to turn it all the way on any given night. So um I mean sprinkle on it. I, I wouldn't hurt it. Two plus two forty looks too looks really good. I wouldn't yeah. mind a sprinkle on it. But I think that they do come in and they cover this game. They make it close against Toronto Raptors.
0: Thoughts on the total, two oh seven and a half. Now I agree with you, I'm on the Thunder all here also.
1: Um two seven and a half. Is is this falling? I think I saw it at two oh eight earlier. I think so. I, I think that Toronto is one of the
0: better teams towards the under, but I may be wrong on that. I think they've regressed here a
1: little bit back towards overs. Um, I mean, this, it just, I just get hesitant betting under any, like there's very few teams that I don't care what the number is that I'm just, I, I'm perfectly fine betting the under, but for the most part, I'm getting hesitant to start betting under this two, these 200 uh, you know these two oh sevens 208s, because I think that is the books trying to overcompensate for how the unders have been going and yeah. like these these this can go over that like I think the sweet spot for a lot of these games is around that two fifteen range and mm-hmm. so uh I'll take the chance and i'll I'll take a i may take oh no, maybe not in this game maybe not in this game, but you know that's just how I think of yeah. For a majority of these games, like I'm, I'm not fine. I'm, I'm okay taking a chance on the over when it gets to this low, because I think that ultimately, this as the season goes on, it's gonna regulate. Like this, they're, they're gonna regulate. These totals are gonna come back up, and they're still gonna go over. Like you know, yeah. there's gonna be more points scored as the year goes on.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I believe so. Also, I think that, you know, again, keep an eye out on these totals because we're seeing a lot of 207s and a half, 209s and a half in that range. So I think, like you said, the books are compensating for what happened earlier in the season where unders were just cashing at a very, very high rate of a 60 plus percent. So let's take uh, one more break here. We'll come back and we'll get into the uh, seven o'clock games here uh, for this NBA schedule. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bet hits, and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's really fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is that they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. Plus they have some added a really, really cool bonus guys. If you can get your entire league to join Better Fantasy, they'll give the league a $150 gift card to get a sick ass trophy from trophysmack.com. The app is totally free to play. Download the app today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app. It is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to sobet.io slash sgpn. That's sobet.io slash sgpn today to join the revolution. And guys, make sure to check out prizepicks.com. It is really, really fun website and it's really great for betting on your favorite uh, players, their stat projections that go over or under, make sure to go to prizepicks.com, get signed up today, and make sure to get that 100% deposit bonus by only using the promo code SGP. You're not going to get that 100% deposit bonus without using that promo code SGP. I highly recommend it to all my friends and listeners who have contacted me about this. Go to prizepicks.com and use that promo code SGP. And finally, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, uh, we are almost halfway through and we're an hour in, so let's keep chugging along here. Uh, we have the uh, Brooklyn Nets headed down to the H to take on the Houston Rockets, where the Brooklyn Nets are a point road favorite here currently seeing a total of 225 and a half uh james harden comes back to houston but he has already been here before um so this i think is the second game back to houston but uh houston six game winning streak here uh brooklyn nets played last night in dallas where they got the victory there i believe by three points um currently seeing a total of 226 and a half one of the higher totals on the board tonight but terrell where are you going with this game man Oh, sorry. Let me mention the injury report for the Rockets because it is significant. Uh, KPJ Kevin Porter Jr. is out. Jalen Green continues to be out, and Daniel House Jr. is out for the um, for the Houston Rockets. And uh, before you bet this game, and if you do plan on betting this game, I would wait till you see if Kevin Durant is going to play in this game. I think James Harden will go, but I think they may hold out Kevin Durant just being on a back to back situation. But um, for right now, six point favorites for Brooklyn here, Terrell.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think that this line is gonna. I don't think. Uh, I think this line is indicative of Kevin Durant playing. Yeah. Uh, and just overcompensating how good the Rockets have been over the past stretch. Over the stretch. Um, however, I. If Kevin Durant does a play, you're you're not going to like. It's only going to drop the line, and I think that's yeah. going to be better for your. That's going to be better for your Nets bet. I'm on the Nets here. OK, Um, I think that, you know, it's just it's just a level of class, like it's just two different yeah. classes here. Like these mm-hmm. these are two different classes. Uh, I don't care how hot the Rockets have been recently. I think the Nets are the by far the better team, I think, especially with Kevin Durant on the floor. Uh, but even without Kevin Durant on the floor, James Harden has proven time and time again that he's able to go out and take this Brooklyn Nets team to win games without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant on the floor and kind of revert back to that Houston style of basketball he was playing where he had to carry the team and get everybody their get uh everybody their open shots and uh kind of bring everybody else up with them. He's, you know, one of the seventy five best NBA players ever. Yeah. Ever. Like yeah. and I know people would don't want to say that because it seems like a lot of times he goes and he chased the foul, but James Harden will, will show you that when he's not chasing the foul, he can still score the basketball a number of different ways. So I'm on Brooklyn Nets here. I'm going to fade the Rockets and this hot streak that they are on. Um, I think that the Nets kind of humbled them today and show them like, hey, yeah, you're still on. We're still on a different level. Yeah, I think
0: this is where the losing streak is going to start again for the Houston Rockets. I mean, like you said, as great as they've been on this winning streak here, they haven't played the greatest competition. I mean, they beat Thunder twice, they beat Orlando, and they beat the Pelicans. I mean, some of the worst teams in the NBA, so the Rockets got the victories there. Uh, but now the schedule gets tough for the Rockets starting tonight with Brooklyn. I'll make this quick. I'm with you on Brooklyn. Um, if I'm going to take James Harden points, rebounds, and assists props at 40 and a half tonight. I think that if Kevin Durant is going to be out, that's only going to go up. So if you're going to grab... Uh, Any props on Harden tonight? I think tonight that you might want to do it sooner rather than later before any news of Kevin Durant being out comes out. But for right now, no injury report submitted yet for the Brooklyn Nets because they are on a back's back. Uh, Thoughts on the total here, Terrell, before we move on to the next game? Uh, No, not really. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have the Utah Jazz headed to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves where the Jazz are a seven-point road favorite. (coughs) <coughs> Sorry. Currently, seeing a total of 220 and a half. Checking their injury report here for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns is questionable. Patrick Beverly is questionable. D'Lo is also questionable. Um, and then for the Utah Jazz, uh, most of their guys are playing tonight. Uh, Terrell, I'll start with this. I, I, I'm I going to wait until I see either if D'Lo is playing in this game and Cat is playing in this game, because I believe Cat was out last game and Delo played or it might be the other way but other way around other way around yeah okay um but until i find out who's playing for this Minnesota team uh i can i can't get behind it if delo does play tonight i am looking at his points props or his his player props because Utah Jazz are one of the worst teams defending the point guard position so i'll start by saying that thoughts on this game throw
1: yeah um i mean i i waited and I waited until I got, you know, I figured out who was playing. As soon as I heard D'Lo was not playing, I backed off the Timberwolves and I played the Hawks last time and then cashed. I, the Hawks would have been if I knew for a fact D'Lo wasn't playing. The Hawks would have been my dog of the day uh, no. when they played when they played Minnesota. I bet that game individually myself mm-hmm. and cashed on it very confidently. Um, let's, I mean, let's just look at it. Let's let, let's just look at it. So Malik Beasley and I, people kinda of forget, but Malik Beasley like is can ball. Like mm-hmm. he's on the bench right now, like like just kind of sparking the second unit. But Malik Beasley could ball. He was he was carrying that team like back when it was just him and D like they were carrying that team and getting them a lot of wins, uh when Cat was out and back when you know, back a couple a year well, yeah, two years ago when Cat was out yeah. uh, missing a lot of games. Yeah, it was him and D carrying that squad. So I still like those three uh, for sure. Uh But if we look at this, you know, um, Prince, two for five, five points. Uh, You know, you have one other person, Naz Reed, who was in double figures uh, with 10 points, but everybody else did not hit double figures at all. Um, McDaniels, two for nine from the field. Like, it, it really, for me, in addition to Malik Beasley, like, I need d out there to feel comfortable with the Timberwolves. I need them at full strength. I do not want to take the Timberwolves when they're lacking. I don't feel comfortable, like, that confident in this team when they're lacking. So, I'm waiting on this right now. If it stays as it is and I'm not getting d or I'm not getting Cat, and I think Cat is just questionable out of precaution because he's hurt. Yeah. which um. And I think I think that's ultimately what it is. But if I'm not getting D in this game to help it and to help boost that scoring workload, yeah, then I'm good and I'm gonna take the, the jazz. So I'm on jazz right now. I'm gonna mm-hmm. sit here on for the show. I'm gonna say I'm on the jazz, but know that I'm waiting to see this injury report. And if D is playing in this game, then I will pivot over to the Timberwolves because I think the Timberwolves can keep it close when they're at full strength.
0: Yeah, I agree, especially you know, especially
1: if Pat Bev plays too. If Pat Bev plays too, I'm definitely really over it. So, uh, yeah. he's he's gonna add to that defense to that defensive intensity for real. So, I'm yeah. I'm all over the the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves might you know be a money line play for me if I hear that Pat Bev and uh, D-Law are playing.
0: Yeah, so definitely wait for this injury report. Like I said, that Utah Jazz are one of the worst teams defending that point guard position and having d in there is going to make a huge difference uh, against the Utah Jazz tonight in their home building. So we're going to wait for this injury report, but if, if things hold serve, we're probably going to be on Utah without d tonight. So just keep that in mind. Thoughts on the total here, Terrell, uh, quickly, uh, 220 and a half?
1: Um, still, it, it's it's going to have to wait for me. It's okay. going to have to wait, and I'm going to have to see who's who's playing, because who, I think that – like. I think that especially if they pull cat, like if they just don't play cat for some mm-hmm. reason, maybe because it's a couple like, you know, this is relatively um, close in a row for him yeah. uh, coming off that tailbone. So if they pull cat and they, you know, they don't have D out there. Pat Bell's not out there. Then um, I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And whereas the jazz can put up a bunch of points. I don't know if the, uh, Tim Walls will be able to match that scoring without D-Lo and without Cat out there, and just leaning up to guys like Malik Beasley mm-hmm. um, and uh, uh, and Anthony Edwards. So yeah. I'm waiting. I'm I'm not really. And y- y'all know I'm not even a total guy anyway, for, for a but Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting and looking at that total, and I'm just I just need to see who's playing for the Tim Oles. I can't bet Tim Walls games early. I have <clears throat> to see who's coming off that injury report.
0: Let's move over to the next game. We have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Memphis Grizzlies where the Memphis Grizzlies are a four point home favorite currently seeing a total of two sixteen. uh, Dallas did play last night against the Brooklyn Nets. Um, so maybe KP may be out for this game on a back-to-back, maybe even Luca, who knows? I think last time they're on a back-to-back, I want to say Luca did sit out, but don't quote me on that. So definitely wait for the injury report there. Uh, Dallas Mavericks on back-to-back situations this season are 0-3 against the spread. Um, and again, Memphis has been playing well without John Moran in that lineup, looking at the yeah, injury oh, report yeah. for uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. I know Brandon Clark is out for the Memphis Grizzlies. Kyle Anderson is doubtful, and Zaire Williams continues to be out. But guys like Desmond Bain and uh, Dylan Brooks have been stepping up in the absence of those guys. But Terrell, where are you at with this game? Four-point favorite for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies
1: this is tough um because i mean i don't know at what point am i going to think that the grizzlies are overachieving or if this is just who they are i mean i i I don't know at what point i'm going to think that because they they've been on a tear since ja went down and really holding it down for him uh and they beat this Mavericks team 97 90 the other night, but that was without Luca. And yeah. so I have a hard time thinking that even coming off of the back to back, if Luca is playing, I have a hard time thinking. And uh, Casey, KP didn't play in that game either. Um, okay. I thought he didn't play. I just had to make sure, but I thought he didn't play. Um, so I have a hard time thinking that full strength, this Grizzlies team is going to beat the Mavericks by that number mm-hmm. uh, three and a half over a possession. I, I That means a lot. Um, I, I have a hard time thinking that they're going to beat them by that number. I will wait because the Mavs have like, that's what happened last time. And that that's how I got. Cause I, I put a bet in on the Mavericks cause I was pretty fairly certain that the of fading the Grizzlies after that um, 73 point win and they scratched Luca late and that, that killed me and yeah. you know, my bets. So I will wait again here. I'm tentatively on the map. I'm on the Mavericks plus the points, even coming off the back to back. But I will wait and see what the Mavericks do with that roster and what roster decisions they make, because I know they have a couple of guys that they're concerned about.
0: Yeah. I'm going to wait for this game also, uh, but I am leaning with the Memphis Grizzlies here. I think, this is who the, you mentioned that you know if they're overachieving or who, this is who they are i think this is who they are especially when they know that john Morant's not in the lineup these guys step up uh, you can see the intensity that if you're watching the memphis grizzlies without john moran on the court and knowing he's injured they step up that the energy is completely different you know they kind of have that chip on their shoulder when they know that john Morant's not out there um But not having Kyle Anderson, Brandon Clark, that gives me pause also. So I'm going to wait, like you mentioned, until we find out for Dallas if if their two guys, KP and uh, Luca, are going to play tonight or not. But I'm leaning with Memphis right now at home as a four-point favorite. Let's move over to the next game, Terrell. Uh, We have the Denver Nuggets headed down to the Big Easy to take on the Pelicans where the Nuggets are a two-and-a-half-point road favorite, currently seeing a total of two thirteen and a half. and um, Mentioning the injury report here for the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, only the guy that's questionable of significance is uh, Josh Hart. For the Denver Nuggets, we know about the injuries to Rivers, Porter Jr., and Jamal Murray. Nikola Jokic is probable. I don't think that he'll miss this game, but um, Terrell, where are you at with this game, man?
1: What's um what's he probable with? Uh it says forearm slash wrist. So that wrist is still giving him problems. Um he's had a day off though. He's had a day off. I I, I think he plays this game. Maybe he sits. They're they're coming up on a back to back. They got the Pelicans, then the Spurs. Uh and then they get the Spurs again in two days. Maybe he sits next game against the Spurs. Yeah. But possibly. I mean, I I don't anticipate Jokic missing this game, so I'm all over the Pelicans here. Not Pelicans, over the Nuggets here. Okay. All over the Pelican, not Pelicans. Not the not I can't talk. The Nuggets. I'm all over the Nuggets in this spot because I just don't think that the Nuggets, the Pelicans, I can't talk at all. I don't think that the Pelicans have an answer for Jokic. I really don't. I don't right. think they have an answer for Jokic. And this Nuggets team does find ways to step up. Like they do like they have players that find ways to step up into and help that scoring work. Will Barton has been big for them. He's been giving them huge minutes uh scoring the basketball. And that's not what we, you know, in years previous and to like think of him synonymous to Aaron Gordon, very, very good stepping up, being able to create his own shot. Like I've talked about this and I'm talking about this again. And I'm just like all over Aaron Gordon props. Like, Honestly, for the rest of the season, until until they start to um, list his number a little bit higher, I'm just feel like I'm all over Aaron Gordon props. I don't know what his points prop is at tonight. I hope that it's a, a large number, or I'm going to be on it again. But Aaron Gordon's finding ways to score the basketball and look really really good doing it. Uh, um, so where I am always have cause for concern with the Nuggets scoring. I don't think they have issues scoring against them, this Pelican squad. I think that those guys are able to find them shots and to make things a lot easier and shoot at a higher percentage than they did um, against the Chicago Bulls. They shot the ball under 40% against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, so I am on the Nuggets here. I think that they get back on on the slide, on the road, and uh, kind of just outscore the Pelicans. Like the, Pe- the Pelicans may be able to put up... Some points, but this Nuggets defense is still pretty good, and I'm, um, I'm, yeah, I think they're the Nuggets. I'm on the Nuggets. Two just seems short, and I think it's because the Nuggets are on the road and the Nuggets are. I think that's compensating for not knowing if Jokic is playing. But this should be larger than a two point spread.
0: Yeah, I think that <clears throat> this game is probably gonna be a pass for me at the end of the day, but. Um, kind of going back to your Aaron Gordon point, his points prop right now is at 13 and a half for tonight uh, against the uh, Pelicans here, but Smash. yeah, Smash. Uh, he's gone over this number in four out of the last five games. Uh, but yeah, I out I, I lean with the Denver Nuggets here. I know I've taken the Pelicans as home underdogs, but two is way too short for me not to take Denver here in, in a bounce back spot after coming off of that loss against the, uh, against the Chicago Bulls. I think that they should, like you said, they should have a better scoring night um, against this Pelicans defense, who I was looking at this earlier. Let me see if I can find it. Um, But defensively, they just haven't been doing well right now, at least over the last five games uh, for the Pelicans. Their defensive rating... Uh, is all the way down at number 29. So um, I think Jokic should have a big game tonight if he's able to go along with Aaron Gordon um, and Will Barton. So I think that, you know, they should take care of business tonight against the uh,
1: New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Thoughts on the total, Terrell? Uh, I've just seen this move half a point, too. I see that two and a half, now. I just watched it move half a point. 213 and a half. Um... (sighs) I think i want to lean under in this one 213 uh i wouldn't mind, mind a tease up in this game and then you know smashing under uh and throwing that in the teaser okay but i think i'm leaning under in this game uh nuggets have been m- going more over in recent but i just don't like i think that they're going to give the pelicans problems today like i really yeah. think that nuggets defense defense travels Defense travels, and I think that the Nuggets' defense is going to give the Nuggets problems today. And the Nuggets are just going to show, like again, this is just another game of class. The Nuggets, ultimately, they're eleven and twelve right now, but we know the Nuggets have the capability to be one of the best teams in the West. So, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fade the Pelicans here as a home dog. I think that you know easily Nuggets, and this total comes a little bit in the under, but. Uh, not too good feeling at that two, at 213. I think it would be really close to that 213 number. All right, let's move
0: over to the next game. We have the Portland Trailblazers headed to Golden State um, to take on the Warriors uh, where I'm seeing a line of 14 and a half for the Warriors, a total of 216 and a half. I'll make this one quick. I'm all over the Warriors here. Portland, their injury report. Again, we mentioned CJ McCollum and Dame are both going to be out, but after that, Mr. Little is questionable. Ben McLemore, questionable. Uh, Anthony Simon's questionable. Um, There's a significant drop-off after those two guys, CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard. Yeah, I know they have Norman Powell, but the Golden State Warriors are on a whole other level right now. They're playing good defense. They're they're just blowing teams out. And defensively, this Portland team is not playing good basketball. Over their last five games, uh, defensively, the Portland Trailblazers – or all the way down to number twenty-six. So I'm all over the Warriors here tonight. Um against the Portland Trailblazers.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't have no like it ain't nothing else to say. No Dame, no CJ. Um Trailblazers already already had issues scoring. But like they already had issues scoring. Now they lost their two best scorers. Yeah. Um Steph going for the three point going for the three point record. Sixteen. Sixteen, away, right? 16 threes sixteen threes away. I don't think he hits the record today, but he probably ch- <laughs> he probably chunks into that. He probably gets about 30, 40, 40, 50% of them threes today. Like, he, he –
0: Five yeah. and a half tonight, the number, first threes. I would take the over. He could probably get six and three well. quarters easy, or even by
1: the half. Yeah, I, I would take the over. And I don't even think that – Like, it has to be a crazy bad blowout for Steve Kerr to take Steph out the game. And Rob Steph with opportunity to cut into it more. It has to be a crazy blowout. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm not I'm not backing even 14 and a half. I'm not backing the Portland Blazers. Give me the Warriors. Yeah, we we had picked Orlando <clears throat>
0: uh, on Monday. And they smacked and they lost by 31 points. Uh, Absolutely, smacked random yeah. bigs off the court. Yeah, that game random bigs off the court. Yeah, that game was uh, out of control real quick. And that game, uh, Steph Curry only played 31 minutes. Um, so, these guys have fresh bodies going into this game against Portland. So, we'll make that one quick. Any other thoughts for that game, throw? No. Nah. All right, let's get over to the Orlando Magic headed to Stracker Mendo to take on the Kings, where the Kings are a seven point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 223. Checking the injury report here for these teams. Um, let's see here. Where do they go? Uh, Orlando Magic, the usual guys are out. Everybody is healthy. Jalen Suggs continues to be out. Um, For the Sacramento Kings, Harrison Barnes is questionable. Mo Harkless is questionable, and everybody else is a go. Uh, Thoughts on this game, Terrell? Seven-point favorites for the Sacramento Kings.
1: I I mean, I like Orlando again. I like Orlando. I do. I like Orlando again. I think Orlando – I think that this is a little bit more on their level. The Kings Mm -hmm. are a little bit more on their level. I think that just like – Cleveland, they have a pair of really good bigs um, that they can run offense through and they can get a lot of scoring done with them. Yeah. Franz Wagner is a rookie that I love. I am all, I love Franz Wagner. I think he is disruptive defensively. He needs to get better. I think Mm -hmm. he can get better defensively, but he can be a force defensively and he has the ability to shoot the outside shot. I don't know why he's not getting the green light more, mm-hmm. but he has. And I think that it is a little bit of a drop off between how he was shooting it in college. But I watched him in college. I know he can hit that and he can be a flamethrower from three. That'll be a really big addition to them if they get that scoring going. And then ultimately, I think Cole Anthony is really, really freaking good. Yeah. And so I look at this Kings team who is not good defensively. Uh, I I look at one. I think that, first of all, I'm just going. I think this goes over the 222 total. Because I think, I think so both too. of these teams score. Yeah, I think is that not the highest total on the board? No, the uh, uh, Brooklyn Knicks, and Rockets. Uh, yeah, yeah, but second highest. I still think this goes over that total. Okay, I think that the Kings are going to rely on the three point shooting and their their scoring. I think that um they're they're going to put up a lot of points. I just think the Magic aren't going to go down, lying down. Not again. I, I I don't think that they're going to just lay down and get their ass tapped. I think the Magic are good. <laughs> I think they think that this Kings team is a lot a lot closer onto their level than, you know, the first-place Golden State Warriors yeah. or second-place Golden State Warriors, wherever the Warriors are in in West. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm catching seven six and a half, seven, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that with this magic team. I think that they can cover the number and make this a game. This
0: game uh, this game really is kind of a a shadowing of that Cleveland uh Cleveland game tonight where I think in Cleveland Chicago where the, the Orlando Magic don't have the quality of front court like the Cleveland Cavaliers do but when you have Mo Bamba and you have Wendell Carter Jr. and Franz Walker in that frac- front court Sacramento Kings really struggle against point guard, sorry, the power forward and center positions. And if we take a look over the last five games here, and I quickly pulled this up, six Sacramento Kings are number 30 in the league, given up 57.2 points and points inside the paint uh, over their last five games. And I think that if the magic are smart, they need to dump this ball down to Wagner, to, to Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter, get easy baskets. I'm not telling you to post them up, but Cole Anthony dribble, into the paint, maybe throw a lob, a bounce pass or a chest pass to these guys and let them get easy baskets. And I think that that's where Orlando is going to have success tonight. I love this number of plus seven for the Orlando Magic tonight. Um, And if if I'm looking at it, if if you really want to get down on a same game parlay in this game, take a look at Wendell Carter Jr.'s uh, and Mo Bamba's uh, rebounds, uh, both of them, because they're both guys that in multiple games this season where they've grabbed... Ten rebounds each in the same game. I currently see Wendell Carter at ten and a half and Mo Bamba at nine and a half. So um, I think Orlando might be a live dog in this game,
1: also, Terrell. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely think they're a live dog, and I, I don't even think that their backcourt like is like Cole Anthony and Gary Harris are ballers, and then you you're bringing off R.J. Hampton and Terrence Ross off the bench. Like I think they're pretty solid in the backcourt. Like I I just think they're I honestly think that Orlando possibly more than likely is a better team than the sacramento kings like Ooh, i do i think I think, they're, I think that they i think that they can. i mean the kings are getting it done and they're winning some like pretty good games yeah and you know relatively like i think they're just getting up for like they beat the clippers twice now i think they're just getting up for the clippers i don't think that you know that's indicative of how they're going to play every single night. But I think that the Clippers, you know, the Clippers, the Lakers, like those soccer, those uh, other California teams are games that they really, really get up for and going to play those folks. And so now you got Orlando coming in from the other side of the country and you're like, Oh, well, you know, this team is five and 20. Like we should be able to go in there and just win this game and, you know, be straight. It shouldn't really be no issue. We just beat the Clippers twice. Matter of fact, they just beat the Clippers twice <laughs> Orlando money line. <laughs> uh I'm not, I'm not talking anymore i'm and not saying say like they like, just beat like, the clippers twice only yeah. the money line and we said over on the total right 223 yes all right let's over. get over Give to me the Orlando last money game. line
0: let's get over to the last game of the night the boston celtics take on the clippers tonight where the boston celtics uh, are a four-point underdog uh in this game currently seeing a total of 210 and a half uh, Boston obviously played last night against the Lakers. Uh, not much, no traveling there, obviously, because they're playing in the same building, but just a different opponent in the Clippers. Uh, back-to-back situation so far this season, the Boston Celtics are 3-1-1 one one against the spread, 3-2 to the over. Uh, Boston Celtics as a home favorite so far this sixth season, 6-9 against the spread. Um, thoughts on the game, Terrell? Four-point favorite for the Clippers here.
1: I mean, I want to take Boston so bad in this game. I'm not taking Boston. (laughs) I I, I mean, mean, we, I'm, yes, they both, they both have burned me. The, the, the Clippers have burned me. Boston has burned me. Um, I'm just going, oh Jesus Christ. I'm not taking Boston. I mean, y'all fade me if you want to. Y'all, y'all know I hate Boston right now. And it's not even that I hate Boston like of anything. Like, this is not no New York versus Boston thing or anything like that. Trust me, it's not. I just don't like the output that I'm getting from Boston. Boston has probably two of my favorite players in the league right now Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum. And even though Jalen Brown's probably not going to be playing in this game, I, get, I can't get consistent good output from Boston. I cannot. No, Matt, I cannot get consistently good output from Boston to make me even consider to take them in a lot of the games that they be playing in. Like, it's extremely frustrating, yeah. extremely frustrating because I actually like the, that Boston team. I love Marcus Smart. I think that uh, they made a tremendous hire at head coach, but they are just uh, they're blacklisted. They are blacklisted for me. Clippers team is very close to being blacklisted. Very, very close. But I'm going to take the Clippers here with the four points, bribe with Paul George. And I'm just going to hope and pray that their role players show up.
0: Yeah, I I hear everything that you're saying that we've I I've where well, you've blacklisted Boston earlier this year, but I feel like they're starting to figure some things out. I know I know that they've won what three out of the last five games. Prior to that, they had won, I think, another three out of their five uh i'll lean with boston here um if i need some late action i'll probably be on boston celtics tonight for sure but yeah i'll take boston this game thoughts on the total 210
1: i'm still right in boston unders okay uh i'm still right in boston unders i don't know what it is but i feel like when i've put a bet in on a boston under it's come under very uh very very easily maybe i'm just picking my spots really good but I feel like it comes under very very easily uh just a note like mm-hmm. you know for the boston backers because i'm always going to give you both sides of it after a loss boston is uh seven what is that seven and four to the number seven and four to the number after a loss
0: okay then i'm on boston for sure then tonight against the clippers uh, that will bring us to the end of the 13 game schedule man we We really grinded through those games, Terrell. It's time for our lock and dog for tonight. Um, I will give you the floor here first, sir. Who
1: is your lock and who is your dog for tonight? Never fails. I never have this figured out by the time we end up recording. One of these days, I will have this figured out before we do. All right. Let's see. Um, Okay. and you said Jokic is probable. It should go. I mean, I've been, we've been seeing. They him fuck me. They're not going to fuck me and not play Jokic. They're not. They're not. He gonna should, he's going to play. play I think he'll play. Yeah. This number is way. Too it's probable. Like, This number is just way too short. This number is way too short. Like it is way. And I don't understand why it's too short. Maybe it's a trap. Could be a trap. Maybe I'm falling right into their hands, but I'm going to ride it. Nuggets minus two and a half. I see that two and a half. So I'm going to pick it at two and a half. Uh, Minus two and a half, I think that they roll, even though the Pelicans are at home, even though they've been better as a home dog uh, as of late. I mean, I, I, I just don't think. I think it's fool's gold. And there's a lot of injuries in other games that I really like. So uh, I'm going to ride with the, the injury that I think is going to play more the most, and that's Jokic. So Denver, two and a half, I think the Nuggets get back right. All For right. my dog... Uh, I will start to say this with the caveat. If, um, if the Timberwolves are full strength, I really do like the Timberwolves as my dog. I really, okay. really do I'm not going to pick them cause I don't know what's happening with that game, but I really, really do like them as my dog. Um, I'm fading Sacramento, man. I don't think Sacramento should be, first of all, I don't think Sacramento should be catching six and a half points at all against anybody. I don't care how bad the team is. I don't think they should be catching six and a half points. May they win a game by six and a half points? Sure. I don't think they should be catching six and a half points off the rip. So I already believe the Magic covered this game. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to fade the Sacramento Kings and beating the Clippers twice and smelling smelling themselves and thinking that this Orlando Magic team is going to come over here five and 20 and just roll the fuck over. So uh, I think the Magic are going to start playing better at some point. Don't know when. But at some point, gonna start playing better and, you know, win more games, maybe yeah. not win a lot, but win more. So mm-hmm. give me a magic money line plus 215. Let's do it again. Let's do it again, fellas.
0: All right, there we go. Orlando magic as the dog and Denver as the lock for Terrell tonight on this Wednesday night schedule uh, for myself. Let's see here. I'm trying to pull up something, but I don't know what happened here. Um, they have not played each other. Okay. Let's go. Uh, man, do I want to say Cleveland? I know everybody's been talking about this is a Chicago. God, I feel like that. I feel like they're begging you to take Chicago as a three-point underdog. Ah, fuck it. I'm going to do it, man. Cavs minus three as the lock tonight. Um, I I just think that they're going to have a lot of success inside against that Chicago Bulls team. Um, they might have might start slipping up a little bit here uh, and they'll give you a bonus one. I also like the wizards to take care of business and a get right spot against the piston. So also look at that minus five for the wizards for my dog. I am taking the Charlotte Hornets plus 200 against the Sixers tonight. Uh, they had that game in their hands the other night in that overtime game, but didn't come into fruition. I think that Kelly Oubre birthday boy or soon to be birthday boy should go off tonight against again against the sixers team so i think that uh i will take the hornets to take uh care of business against the sixers plus 200 as
1: my dog Terrell, to wrap it up one game you're staying oh. completely away from wait bonus lock slash dog bonus lock slash dog uh okc plus eight was that what we picked it at plus eight uh i OKC. think we
0: said seven and a half but eight yeah that's fine seven Seven and
1: a half, half, eight. Whatever. I see. Seven and, and half. 7 and wherever half. you find it, take the points and sprinkle on the money line. I think that OKC can be in that game, and I think they're um they start to turn turning around a little bit after that seventy three point loss. Go in there, put a couple of uh, good games together, and if they're in the game, I think they have a chance to win the game. So I would sprinkle on the money line as well. Just a bonus lock slash dog for you. Shea and Lou Dort return home to Canada, so
0: I, I can't I can't argue against that. Uh, Torrell, to wrap it up, one game you're staying completely away from not putting a penny on this game.
1: Uh, probably Clippers in Boston. Yeah,
0: probably I thought Clippers you were going to say that.
1: Yeah, um, I Clippers in Boston. Um, I, I think for me, it's
0: probably going to be that Dallas and Memphis game. Uh, I mean, I said I'd like the Grizzlies in that game, but just wait for that injury report to find out what Dallas is doing. I think that's one game I'll probably stay away from. But also, what was the other one that I said I was going to stay away from? I think that Knicks and Pacers game I want to stay away from, too, just because we don't know what the motivation is for the Pacers now. It's after that report came out on Monday, and Knicks are on a back-to-back situation. So, um, I'll probably stay away from that game. That will bring us to the end of this 13-game NBA schedule, Terrell. We are... Close, or I think we went over an hour and a half, but hey, I could sit here and talk hoops with you all day long, but throw any final thoughts for tonight and then let the people know where they can find you man
1: um it's a lot of games going on we may we may find a three point parlay in there somewhere uh three point parlay in there somewhere it's it's a lot of games and a lot of uh bad shooting teams so uh yeah I'm I, I don't know it right now. Let me let me crunch some numbers. Let me look at and see some spots. But I think I think a four a four 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 parlay in the Slack channel. So join the Slack sg.pn slash Slack uh, to get in there and check that out. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at really real underscore underscore. Um, I welcome everybody. Uh, I may get to you. I may not. You know, I be sleep. And when I be sleep, I really don't be trying to go back in. Like when it be like five hours, six hours pass, I don't be trying to go back and respond to y'all. So I don't be ignoring y'all. I might throw I throw y'all uh, a like at that point. But when the conversation over, conversation over at that point. So uh what else to talk about? College football is ending, but we got bowl season out here, and you know, the sham that is the college football playoff picking that top 25. I cannot wait till the day that they invite me into the college football playoff committee. I will turn that shit upside down. ESPN, (laughs) bring me on board, bring me on board. I will turn it upside down for you. I can be uh, your token person of color or something like that. I don't know how they do it. (laughs) Let me stop. Let me stop. (laughs) But yeah uh college basketball ramping up hey man i hit on a plus 420 money line dog with the butt with butler over oklahoma yesterday oh gosh. my gosh oh man so college i, I might be getting into a-, a little bit of a mojo in college basketball i wouldn't be mad if you kept fating me though i'm being really bad right now but once we start <laughs> getting some of these sports out the way i'm all dialed into the hard court let's go there we go check out
0: everything that terrell and the boys are working on over on the college football experience and college basketball experience bowl season is here Um, matchups are set for the uh, college football playoffs and again well underway in the college basketball scene so make sure to check out all their picks happening on the website at sportsgamblingpodcast.com and all the other stuff that's happening all the other pods guys are grinding out and putting out these uh picks and and pods for you guys so definitely check out the hockey gambling podcast the soccer golf mma big weekend uh pay-per-view coming up for mma this weekend so that's going to be a lot of fun so check those guys out fantasy football podcast uh with rod uh playoff push time i know a lot of leagues may have started already playoffs so check those guys out on who to start who to sit and who to pick up uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to us today. Again, a big schedule tonight, 13 games. Make sure to pick your spots. Make sure to check the injury reports before you submit any bets. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Uh, good luck with your bets tonight, guys. We will be back Friday morning, and I will be request, or recording a prop cast for NBA Player Pros for tonight's games with Scott. Uh, right after we get off of here. So we'll look out for that also. So good luck tonight, guys. We'll be back Friday morning. Till then, let it ride.